Hello, and welcome back to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes, and today I am joined by Connor. Hello! And back from the dead, uh, Kyle. Is Lynchtober over yet? <laughs> yeah, you're allowed You're allowed to, to come out of hiding. Uh, Lynchtober is over. Um, I don't even remember the last thing I was on. I think it's it been was, like it a was, month. Yeah, no, it, it was pre-Lynchtober. Yeah. Yeah, so... Man, it's 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 been some time, Kyle, but it's great to have you back. How, how have you Thank been doing you. It's, this? It's uh, great to be back. This past month, how you been doing? <laughs> Pretty bad. You're great to hear. I'm glad glad <laughs> things are going well for you. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Lynchtober being over, we figured you know it would be a good time to kind of kind of check in on how things are going um, after after a month of talking about nothing but things from the past. It felt like a good time to kind of kind of take stock on the current moment. What's going on in movies? What are some recent stuff that we've that we've seen? And maybe what uh, what are we going to be doing on this show in the future? It's kind of kind of where we're at. So first things first, and this is maybe the most important thing of the episode. Oh you boy. may not be aware, but yeah, I mean, t- why bury the lead? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, today is, in my opinion, a national holiday, or at least should be considered a national holiday because. It is the great Martin Scorsese's birthday. Hey, um, so that is pretty big. A, uh, a, a extreme happy birthday to the the man of the hour. Um, where would we be without Martin Scorsese? I mean, come on. Do we know anything about like his next movie, Killers like, of the when... Flower Moon? Yeah, and is that going to be? Is that coming out direct to? Apple TV or is I, that is that is that what he signed <laughs> with? I already don't remember. I think he I think it, it was, was Apple like TV. I, 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 think, I remember I think Kyle's I made a picture. thumbnail with yeah. Uh, I remember Kyle's Martin picture. Martin Scorsese and iPhone. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> That's it's very interesting that uh, that he moved to Apple. I forgot about that. But I mean, yeah, I think it's it's going to be distributed by them. I'm pretty sure the 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 deal said something about a theatrical release. I'm pretty sure that this movie doesn't technically cover the whatever picture deal he signed with Apple. It's produced by somebody else, but I think it is going to be distributed that way. I don't know. It's a mess. Everything about streaming services is a mess right now, and I hate it. Yeah, Um, and I I don't know the last one I saw, but I know that there was another big director recently who also signed with another streaming service. Well, I'm pretty sure uh, David Fincher... Yes, it was David Fincher. Netflix for, for like, you know, the rest of his life. Yeah, uh, it's he, it, it's yeah. so interesting the way that like <laughs> that all these like big directors are just just to try to preserve like their creative integrity. They they're signing on with these streaming services to make their films. It's yeah. it's really uh, isn't I mean, that really interesting? They don't have a choice, you know. Is, is David Fincher making like a movie about cancel culture or something like that? <laughs> he said something about that <laughs> in a, in an interview, I think, which is like, oh no, um, uh, that should but, be good. He, uh, I mean, he just recently, I don't know if it came out. I honestly have no idea. It might be coming out or came out. The, the movie Mank about uh, the, the writer of Citizen Kane. Um, there's, it's been a minor controversy on, on film Twitter um, <laughs> about that movie because it, it I don't know, in, in some way implies that, the, uh, that Orson Welles, of course, the director of Citizen Kane, was not like the reason Citizen Kane was amazing. It was, you know, it was the writer, this guy, uh, Mankiewicz, who is the, uh, believe it or not, Kyle, he's the 
the ancestor of the the Mankiewicz that runs uh, TCM that you always like to make fun of every time a TCM uh, commercial comes on. It might be he's like a grandfather or something like that. Oh my god! Oh, uh, you know what? I never knew about that. Yeah, like that Mankiewicz guy. Yeah, oh, I, wow. I hate Ben Mankiewicz or whatever his name is. <laughs> I, I know is you ben hate him for no reason. <laughs> I I, never, never that's it. That's a totally. I I actually think that Ben Mankiewicz is fine. I, yeah, I think okay he's. Yeah. I think he's got pretty good opinions. You know, I think you know. I should state that I know nothing about Ben Mankiewicz. <laughs> you just don't like the look he gives you during yeah, the, exactly. the pre the pre movie ads for, yeah. for TCM. I mean, I do miss him, but I you know I hate his guts. <laughs> I'm telling you, as soon as we get back into a movie theater and see one of those like dumb fathom events TCM things, where you're going to tear up a little bit with an introduction know? from Ben yeah. Ben Mankiewicz. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. And then I'm gonna pop off. I'm gonna be so and happy. And then we have yeah. a short film by Golden again. Yeah, <laughs> a short Coca-Cola film by our friend Golden. <laughs> oh man! You see, when you see when you watch, when you, we used to go to the movie theater like you know every week almost when we were mm-hmm. at the at the height of, uh, I guess at the height of both Movie Pass that year. Oh yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. when we first started doing this show, you were going to the movies like all the time, and man, you you really start to to get a feel for the the pre movie content. You know, your your newbies of, of the world. Your, Do you think you know, uh, Maria Menunos has a job right now? Do you think she's <laughs> Maria, kind of been out of it? Yeah, Maria Menunos on, on Nuvi. I mean, th- this is the stuff that I went to the movies for. You know, I could, oh, I yeah. could I mean, take also in the and the, the, the legendary Passengers trailer. Oh, the Passengers that, trailer. That was played for like six months. Oh, Great that was man. a I'm, I'm, trailer. I'm getting nostalgic, guys. Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anybody else has like a similar experience with going to the movies a lot where you just like you, you start to just get bludgeoned by these these things. But now I miss them, you know, because yeah. we haven't gone to the movies in so long. I, I mean, the last thing we saw was Tenet and that barely counts as like actually going to the movies. Yeah, I don't um, remember the last time we were, I was actually in like a Regal Cinemas. I know. Like, it's been I mean, it's been at least like seven months. Yeah, and it's not gonna it's not gonna be yeah. again for like no. you know God knows how long. Yeah, it really breaks your heart, you know. It really. When does. did Invisible Man come out? I think that's the yeah. last. Yeah, the Invisible like, Man, big that was theater it. movie I've seen. Yeah, I think that was it. Wow. Gosh, man, this year best picture contender, happened. Invisible Man, that is. Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. I think David <laughs> David Fincher wants to win for Mank. I think I think that's uh, mm. that's that's kind of the the bit I think because you know. I guess that's kind of like an Oscar, Oscar-y sort of movie, you know. It's a, it's a biopic. It's about Citizen Kane. You know, it's about movies. You know, I feel like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of a uh, that's got awards written all over. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's got awards written all over it for sure. David Fincher wants that Oscar. Um, we it. might be talking about a movie that might get a little bit of buzz. You never know, or people might try to. Well, you're you're right, Connor. Which pivots <laughs> fantastically for us to once again talk about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I I gotta be honest, guys. I am a hundred percent sick of talking about the Snyder Cut. We have we have put way too much of the time on this show into talking about the Zack Snyder Cut of Justice League. Um, it, it seems to be our go-to thing whenever we don't have anything to talk about. Listen, there hasn't the been much movie news since COVID started. It's all we have. Funnily enough, there really hasn't been that much movie news over the past month. Like there, there is, there really isn't True. that much to say. I feel like all the big stuff was uh, the the shuttering of of movie theaters and yeah, you know, the indefinite shuttering of like Regal Cinemas and stuff. So we, uh, you know, what what else are we going to talk about except the new the new Justice League Snyder <laughs> Cut trailer? Which Hallelujah, uh, man! Oh, just, no. Um, 
I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I think the new Steppenwolf design is uh, is brilliant. I think uh, you know he he, he was kind of spiky before, but now he's maybe like ninety percent more spiky. I, I think he might be too spiky, in my honest opinion. Well, it looks like if you if you like touched his armor, it would scratch you. You know, oh, it would definitely of, hurt. It would hurt. Um, yeah. It looks awful. I don't. I'm. I'm telling you guys. Like <laughs> it, it looks really bad. Like when you look at like a before and after, it's like bad on the left and excruciatingly bad on the right. And you're like, <laughs> what is this? What What is this movie? Why did they spend seventy million dollars to do this? To make um, six extra minutes of a movie or whatever yeah. the heck it is. <laughs> right. They said it's only going to be like six extra minutes. <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not, but I I, I saw an article which I thought was funny. And I hope it's not true, but I don't doubt it that like some of the new scenes or if there's a new scene were shot over Zoom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I don't, I don't know what that means. Wait, I, what does that even mean? I don't know what I don't that know. means. I have to believe it's true because it's hilarious, but I really have no idea what that means. Like, Could you imagine he's just like behind a green? They're like, all right, go on a green screen. And... Yeah, I, I have oh, no idea. God. Like maybe maybe the, the bit was like. Maybe Zack Snyder couldn't come to the set that day for some reason, so like they had you know the cinematographer, whoever's man in the camera, like doing that. But then they patched in Zack Snyder through Zoom so he could watch what was happening from his house and direct the actors that way. Maybe that's all. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they just shouldn't have made this movie. <laughs> um, no, no. Well, that's definitely the wrong thing, Kyle. That's definitely not true. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, that that's it. Enough, enough. We we are never talking about the Snyder Cut again. There's until so much out. to talk about until, until it, comes it comes out. out. Yeah. Um, we're not gonna see it. Like I I don't want to see the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I don't want to do this to myself. I still just love that it's called the Snyder Cut, even though it, there was no Snyder Cut. This is just him remaking, repurposing <laughs> the film with like, a new design yeah. of Steppenwolf. That's the thing. Like, okay, this will be the last we talk about the Snyder Cut, but like. I might have said this before also, but, like, before all this stuff started, I thought there was, like, an actually, like, film that he made. But, like, no, it's just it's just him, like, adding three things. Like, there's... Yep. Oh, that's so stupid. It, it, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you, said, you said it all there. I think. It's, 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 it's like a director's cut that costs $70 million. Yeah, exactly. Why, why is this a thing? Exactly. You know, it's like a, a DVD special feature, you know, director's cut. They, they add in a couple of deleted scenes, you know, <laughs> but it costs $70 million. But to they make. have to refilm the deleted scenes. Oh, man. I, I don't <laughs> yeah, <know> exactly. <laughs> I don't know, guys. It, it's just, it's it's an endless well of, of I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know, comedy or, or just like fascinating. Oh, it's, Fasc- it's definitely it's fascin- funny. It's just a fascinating, like, you know, Hollywood money story where they just say, like, yeah, here's $70 million to to make Steppenwolf spikier. Like, it, it's unbelievable what, what's happening out there. Everybody's lost I mean, the their best, minds. The best thing is, like, seeing the reactions are like, oh, this is definitely better. It's like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Some people live in a different world than we do, I guess. True. And, you know, good on them. I'm happy for them. Uh, yeah, this is big for them. Let's uh, let's move on from the Snyder Cut forever. Um, Until next so, month. Uh, what you what you guys been watching lately, Connor? I know you saw something uh, pretty recent, uh, so we can talk about a, a relative, a relatively relatively recent release. Um, so, Connor, talk to us. 
Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I've saw I've seen a couple things that are fairly recent and have gotten some buzz. I, I'm definitely late. <laughs> We're late on talking about this one, but I did see a Borat subsequent movie film. I saw oh, it this past weekend. Nice. Yep. I did. I saw it. Uh, you know, it was pretty funny. You know, it was good. It was a. Uh, you know, I kind of like how like the concept of it came to be, which is. You know, they they did like they. It's just again, he's kind of just showing up in certain places, and it was filmed over a fair, fairly long stretch of time. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it was a based on what he did, like what he what he had. He kind of like changed the story because I'm pretty sure at the beginning, there's no way he like there there was no coronavirus at the beginning, and then it kind of like the story kind of changed from there mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. on like when he's it ends up turning into a coronavirus thing towards the end. Sure. Or like the or like at the beginning, the coronavirus is just kind of like a smaller thing, and like it's just starting out, and then by the end, it's like, you know, the, we're in lockdown. So right. it's a good commentary on things that are happening in uh, the country, in the, in the United States. So that's interesting. It, it it it's a fun little setup because obviously everybody who saw the original Borat from two thousand six knows who Borat is and right. is very familiar with the Ali G show and everything that Sasha Baron Cohen does. So what he has to do in this one is wear disguises and everything. I mean, obviously it's you know I'm not I'm not uh, saying anything. No, anybody already you know knows. And then there's of course the big uh, moment with uh, Rudy Giuliani that's uh, that's in it that everybody is kind of debating whether it's it's uh, well. I mean, I think no matter what way you look at it, it it does. It's very questionable. I think at if you want to be the most reasonable to Giuliani, it's questionable. Like yeah. The what uh, what's going on? In I mean, that this is. I, th- I think he's just a weird guy. I don't know. I, I think I don't, he's, I don't think there's anything sinister going on there. I I don't think so either. And he is old, and he's not. Uh, I don't know, but he is leading Trump's uh, argument to uh, contest the election. If you've uh, oh noticed. yeah, I did see that, and that's happening right now. He was <laughs> the guy that was in front of the uh, the Four Seasons Landscaping Company to to uh, say how they're going to be protesting all this and litigating everything as, as much as they can about the election results. He's truly a hero. <laughs> what, a, what a wild world we live in, fellas. This is, this, these are crazy times, I gotta, I gotta tell you. Yeah, um, one thing I'll also say is the, the actress who's in this, at kind of like the, it's almost like a co-lead kind of thing, so it's Sasha Baron Cohen and this, this actress uh, who's in, this is her first movie too, is this Maria Bakalova, who plays his daughter in the movie. and. The, in the, the the main driving concept in the movie is he he's he's been in exile because he shamed the great country of Kazakhstan because of the first film and he's going back to America to make amends and to give his his daughter to the legendary ladies man Mike Pence because you know everybody knows in Kazakhstan that Mike Pence Pence can't be in in the same room as a woman because he's such a ladies man. So oh, that's yeah. the, that's the concept which is I <laughs> I I I thought was uh was funny. But uh, it's not as good it's not as good as the first one. I w- I will say. But it is interesting that he's still able to to do people and get away with certain things and somehow somehow do the things he's able to do. I'm not it's pretty incredible actually. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh the Borat bit is is good. But like when it was announced that there was a Borat two, I was like, "The Borat two? That's that's what you're making." 
like and it kind of came out of nowhere to too. Yeah, that's the thing for me. And and what that's what it, it looked like. He just kind of, like there was a little bit of stories that would come up. Like Sasha Baron Cohen was found here at a, at this uh, conservative rally that Mike Pence was at, and then like no no other talk about it or something. And then there no one knew that he was working on a movie that could be out this year. And then it just kind of it came out came out right before election day. And uh, yeah, yeah, so pretty wild so stuff. Go. Yep. Anybody yeah, that's, that, that's one thing I saw. Kyle, did you see anything? No, I haven't watched anything. Yeah. In his <laughs> along for the ride. His month yeah. of exile, he opted I'm t- to. I'm just here to, you know, hang out with my friends, talk about the Snyder Cut, you know, just normal stuff. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, you know, I, I've, been, I've been doing some, some movie watching lately. Um, during the, the entire month of Lynchtober, not only was I watching every David Lynch movie, <clears throat> but I was making a distinct effort to watch a lot of alfred hitchcock movies for nice. for some reason for some I, I don't know i've been on this alfred hitchcock thing for like the past couple of months and i mean there's there's so much to say about alfred hitchcock obviously you know he's one of the greatest directors of all time people have been talking to death about his movies forever um but the thing that's so wonderful to me about Alfred Hitchcock is that you really can just pick any one of his movies and get something interesting and good. And the guy made like over 50 movies, you know? So I thought I had seen a decent amount of them, like going into, you know, rewatching them. And I realized, you know, I really haven't seen anything. You know, this, this guy's filmography spans decades of, of incredible work. So I've been trying to kind of pick and choose some, uh, some good ones. Me and Connor watched Rope recently mm. which uh mm-hmm. is obviously one of those uh those famous movies for its technical accomplishment it was one of those really one of the first movies to experiment with the idea of like making it look like most of the whole movie was shot in one take so i think that the the next thing we might be doing on this show after uh after this i guess and just moving into the, the new year is maybe looking into some of those alfred hitchcock movies and, and talking about them a little bit just because I think there's there's such a wealth of great stuff in them and stuff to learn about movies from them, and uh, it's it's just a lot of fun to watch. So you guys you, you guys could have done Hitchcocktober. We could have. You're right. That would have, that would have sounded great. I mean, a much st- better name. We could still call you know the month of December or whatever Hitchcocktober and just uh, yeah, yeah you know, everybody would be confused. But how about we just watch, how about we just like cut off the you know and just watch Hitch you know? Oh yeah. Like the the Will Smith movie, yeah. yeah. Let's just watch Hitch, yeah. And Kevin James, yeah. I was gonna say, should I call that the Will Smith movie or the Kevin James movie? I think it's the Will Smith. Yeah, movie. <laughs> it's the Will but, Smith movie. But you <laughs> know, if you call it a Kevin James movie, I don't think anyone would argue with that. Nah, the Kevin James movie is Here Comes the Boom. That's, oh that's, right, of course. That's the Kevin James movie. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I I'm totally down to start watching through the Hitchcock portfolio. Rope was was great. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Like a lot of James Stewart is in so many of them. Cary Grant, you know, it, it's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. iconic, like movie stars. It, it's just, uh, no, it's awesome. Like, I even, he, he kinda, uh, he, he, I even went back and watched the uh, what what Hitchcock would consider the first Hitchcock movie, which was like in the twenties, like a silent film. Um, and I I don't have much experience with like silent feature films outside of like movie classes. I think a lot of people that have taken film classes might have seen like. The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, and this was like, you know, if, if I'm gonna, you know, watch these Hitchcock movies, I might as well see where it all started, right? And uh, it was really good. I, I think uh, silent movies, 
have something about them that people tend to take for granted these days, which is just pure visual storytelling. Um, when when you don't have dialogue, you have to figure out a way to communicate what's happening with the characters and what they're thinking and everything just purely through visuals, or else you're going to end up with like a million title cards of characters you know, talking and text coming up on screen. You don't want that. Um, so there's some really inventive stuff in that movie for, for getting you inside the characters' heads, which is really like the whole, the whole bit of, of silent movies in general. So I, w- I would say that's a very accessible silent movie for anybody that's interested in checking out that era of movies. Obviously, it's a Hitchcock movie. You know? Hitchcock never made anything that you could consider boring. Except maybe the trouble with Harry. I saw that in the. Film I was class. just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you were. Uh, yeah, the trouble with Harry isn't is a weird is a weird movie, but you know, maybe we'll get to that a little later. Yep, totally down. So, what do you want to go to with some? Other, I've seen uh, some more. Yeah, what, what else have you been watching? That. All right. I just had to take a sip. All right, I just I also watched the movie. You know, I, I turned on the Netflix. You know, gotta nice. gotta see, gotta catch up on the Netflix. And uh, there's a there's a big documentary that's uh, that's making some some noise right now, and it's called The Social Dilemma. Oh uh, yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, it came out like last month. It's about the dangers of social media and how much being on social media is like targeted ads and and then all sorts of ways that uh you're being influenced and your data is being sent all over the place for people who aren't aware of that this happens it's uh you know i'm pretty sure it's a pretty big shock to them (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i I, uh uh, i've heard of it and I, i remember when it when it came out like i was around that time before i knew that the documentary existed i was seeing a lot of like people on my facebook feed being like i'm deleting facebook you know if you want to talk to me you know here's my my cell phone number i was like oh what is the catalyst of this i wonder uh Mm -hmm. and then i then i learned that there is this movie the social dilemma that came out and uh the impression i'm getting from it is that it says things that are not false but it's also like the end of the world is coming you know get into (laughs) a bunker it's all over facebook's gonna kill us all we already knew yeah, that, though. and it's pretty much like all of uh, all of them, though. It's not just Facebook. It's your Instagram. Well, Instagram, which I think is Instagram owned by Facebook, probably yeah, Twitter, yeah, YouTube. It it's it's all of them, though. Like they're it's because it's the same thing about how your data is sold now. Mm-hmm. So your your customers are the advertisers. It's not the people who are using it. So you mm-hmm. become the product is mm-hmm. the idea, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a you know it, it's tough to hear that. Yeah, no, I think it's a worthwhile. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not to, ready for that, but to, it, it does, yeah. it just goes back to the same thing that that we kind of talk about on this show too. Is that you shouldn't be on your phone all the time, especially when you're watching a movie or something like that. There's certain things you don't need to be like on your phone with. It, it's mm-hmm. it's about you know control. You know you don't you don't need listen. to too much of anything is a bad thing. What are listen. you gonna say, Kyle? This listen. is gonna be big. Listen. I'm pretty sure this is gonna listen. be big. All right, listen. what is it? If the Irishman wasn't so long, I wouldn't have to be on my phone the whole time. Uh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I knew. I knew it was going there. You know, it's it's about the uh, the one year anniversary of the Irishman. I believe. Wow. Or not. not only is it Martin Scorsese's birthday, but it's uh, we're we're coming up on on that. I got my my Criterion Blu-ray of the Irishman Ooh. coming this month. I'm very excited. <laughs> If you ever want to watch that, let me know, and I'll come over and watch it with you. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, 
you know, th- those kinds of like the world is ending documentaries are obviously a very entertaining thing <laughs> and, and things that, that make people think about these things. And I guess that's a good thing. Um, I think it's better than not thinking about it. I yeah. Guess. Just, I feel like there, maybe it's just cause I'm on the internet way too much, but all this stuff is like one, one of the things that you just kind of know and being aware of it is half the battle. So if you're I mean, not like aware I've kind of, of it, accepted it, yeah, I mean, if you're not aware of it already, then it's important to become mm-hmm. aware of it. But I'm yeah, I'm always a little a little skeptical of like the uh, the tone of these sorts of things, you know. The one thing I can also say in the, in the documentary is <laughs> the like reenactment scenes are excruciatingly corny and dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah, I don't, and take you I out of it right away. But the the lead kid, his name is. I just looked it up because I had to be sure I was right about this before I said it. Skylar Gisando, which he might have been in some other movies. He it looks like he was in this movie Vacation, which was the great Ed Helms film. Hey! Uh, but I remember him immediately, <laughs> his face from when he played young Sean from Psych. Whenever they would do flashbacks oh, at Psych, wow. remember that? I was like, this kid looks familiar. This is young Sean, isn't it? And yes, I could <laughs> wow. confirm that... Uh, that that is the case. That's so, great. That is so you crazy. can see Young Sean if you were a fan of Psych and you liked Young Sean. Uh, this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel like Psych is one of those shows that like everybody forgets existed. You know, one of something too. They they came out with a movie this year, like a sequel movie. Oh, that's right. They, this this like year, this, which I this year, which what? I didn't see. Yeah, that happened. I seem to remember that a movie did happen, but I, I, I it happened. can't remember I, I, that, that was this year. That's kind of weird. It happened, and I totally, uh, I totally forgot to watch it. I think I, I wanted to, but I... I, I mean, I, I stopped watching Psych after, like, season four. So, oh, yeah. Like, no, I'm no, pretty that sure that's where... Stuff. That's the time I think stuff. that's where it uh, fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. Also. No, like, the USA so. shows, like, you can, you can immediately tell when to stop watching them based on when they switch from shooting on 16-millimeter <laughs> film to, to digital cameras. Yep. The yep. uh, the the instant like difference in quality of the shows perfectly mirrored the difference in quality of the the, the camera image. It was they also it was changed quite the something. way that they they changed the way they did the stories too and everything. It almost oh, like, yeah, it's almost yeah, like yeah. they like really like they got a whole new writing staff or a whole new. Well, like, the the whole bit was like they they were recognizing that there was this big push on to to the serialized prestige TV thing. Um, with like you know your hour long dramas that tell a continuing story, and all the USA shows from back in the day were about the the episode, right? They were all episodic. They were all about the the single like monster of the week format, mm-hmm. and they they basically were like, oh man, we got to pivot because you know this this is getting stale, or else you know the, our shows are gonna are gonna fall by the wayside, and as a consequence, all the shows just got dumb. Because like yeah, it would have been, but they could have been unique because now there's none of that. Oh you know yeah, and it's mean? a shame. Like, it would have been cool. Yeah, I don't if know. They just stayed the course. Like USA had did. that whole, uh, you know, breezy summer show thing going on, and it was it was yep. it was a wonderful thing. And then they just became like everybody else with like Mr. Robot and you know, and things like that. I don't even know what what USA Network does now. I don't know they what still, any TV network does now. I'm going to be honest. They with you. still even exist anymore. I have no idea. I I <laughs> can't remember the last time I turned on cable. You're missing out. I don't think I am. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm thrilled not. to no. have cut TV out of my life for the most part. It's uh, it's been a wonderful thing. Going back and watch watching old movies is a much better use of your time than uh, than watching whatever dumb thing on Netflix is trending at the moment. 
<laughs> One thing that was trending on Netflix that I also watched, which I was it just saw it was on there, and they put it on recently. I guess was Moneyball. Yeah, the movie oh, about uh, the movie about Billy Bean and uh, the Oakland A's. Brad Pitt played Billy Bean about how they constructed a team from basically analytics and, and stats and finding like unwanted players and putting them together where where other teams didn't see like the value in them they found the value and they created a you know team that could compete and it was really good and that's how that's how all baseball kind of is now it's a yeah. great movie it's fun and the other thing that's that's pretty cool is Kyle you're not gonna like this Uh-oh. but the guy who wrote uh, Moneyball is the same guy who wrote uh, The Irishman so oh what? Steve's alien yeah yeah, so uh, I don't know. I guess, uh, or maybe you would like that. I don't know, Kyle. You seem to like Moneyball. Maybe you would like The Irishman. Who knows? Jeez. One thing that I, one thing that I always find weird is that my dad didn't like Moneyball, and I'll never understand why. Your dad didn't like Moneyball. No. Why not? He's one of those like... old school baseball guys. He's exactly. Like... <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> we, we left the theater, and he was just like, "Yeah, that was okay." <laughs> it's like, that's, that's okay. too bad. Okay, that's fine. I liked it. All right, that's it. We're done. This uh, this this has been a great episode. We'll see you all next week, maybe with some some Hitchcock reviews, maybe maybe, or maybe more Justice League. Huh? There may be more Snyder Cut news. I mean, this that you know there is a disproportionate amount of episodes of this show talk about the Snyder Cut. Maybe we should you know stick to our brand. This is definitely year of the Snyder Cut. Oh, God, that's depressing. Have a good morning, everybody. Bye.